welcome to MFC Worldwide, the weekly radio broadcast originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA, and featuring Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic. Join us now as we look into God's Word and learn how it still applies to our lives today. You can be set free. You can be healed. You can be blessed. You can be born again, all through placing your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And now for today's message from MFC Ministries on this edition of MFC Worldwide. So anyway, we're talking about serving God in truth. What is truth? You know me, I got to look up dictionary stuff. Got to do it. I think you got to have facts for reference points. You know, you're allowed to have opinions, but you got to have facts for your reference point. Uh, that which is in accordance with reality. Now, just to touch that for a minute, the Bible says thy word is truth. So truth is that which is in accordance with reality. Now, there's, now you know there's two kingdoms going on at the same time. See, I could be living in the world and you could be living in the spirit and my truth isn't the same truth you got. My truth is I believe it when I see it and I need the facts and that's what I'm going to do. If I'm in the spirit and I've been spending time with God, I will see a whole different world than you do. So my reality isn't necessarily your reality. That's why it's real hard to be married when one person is carnal and one person is spiritual because they're living in reality and you can't deny it. But you see, you see another place. You see another possibility. Things look more possible to you because you know God and God can change things. So if you live in the factual realm, you will nullify the power of God because he said your traditions have made the power of God of no effect. So if you don't invest in scripture, you won't have the faith to have the eyes to see what the person next to you sees. I try to do both and keep them balanced. I'm not ashamed to tell you, I try to educate myself, but I try to stay in the word enough to have good eyes. Because I don't want to be ignorant and look like an ignorant Christian that doesn't know anything and has made statements with no research. But I also don't want to be so logical that God can't tell me something other than what I know. Because if I do, I'm limited to what I think and my life is like this. And that's all I see. And I'll stay in the same situation for 35 years and we'll have the same problems 35 years from now we have. Now why? Because I won't take off. I'm looking through a funnel. Now, I think that, you know this, I mean, I'm such a word-minded, like, I, 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 gotta, I, don't, I cement theology in my foundation as I go, and it takes me years sometimes to say, I'm going to cement this block in my theology, because I have to read it, I have to see it, I have to understand how to implement it. I know it says God said it, and I believe it, and that settles it, but if I don't use it, I didn't really do anything yet. I don't think you know what something is till you try to use it. Hallelujah. That would tell you something right there. If you don't use it, don't tell me you got an, all you got is an opinion. If you're not doing it, you can't tell me how it works. Now, if you're doing it and you worked your salvation out with fear and trembling and you work your faith and you get some results, then I want to hear you. I do it in the natural. You're a plumber. I'll talk to you about plumbing, right? In the natural. Remember, the natural mirrors the spiritual. So you have to do the same thing in the spirit. 
Jesus said, if you knew who I was, you'd ask me questions. They didn't ask questions. Very few people asked Jesus questions except the ones that wanted to trap him. Oh, that's a statement and a half. <laughs> they didn't ask because they wanted to know. The only guy who really wanted to know was the guy that said, help my unbelief. He knew. He knew he didn't have enough faith, and he said it. I think he had a better shot than all the Pharisees ever did by thinking they knew everything and trying to chap Jesus with questions. You know, there's people that ask you questions that trap you, and then there's people that ask questions because they care about you or they want to know something. And there are two different sets of people. One's an accusation, and one is a compliment that you might be able to help them. That's how you activate the gifts in people by believing the best about them. And I have learned, you know, I used to hear sermons years ago. You know, when you, the older you get, the more the sermons you heard 30 years ago mean. Isn't that interesting? It takes you 30, 25 years sometimes to figure out, oh, that's what he was talking about back in that sermon back in 1989. You know? <laughs> but that's what happens to you. And I, have, and I have learned that while you're preaching, people vote in their heart. What they want to receive, what they don't, what they believe and what they don't. They don't believe like you believe. So you just got to do your best to preach what you believe God has given you from as scriptural as you can and you just got to leave it up to the people because they have a, a check mark you know list where they check off what they want to receive and what they don't so you just have to let that go anyway he said thy word is truth right so to me this sounds so fundamental this is the truth and everything else has to be filtered through this this is like a big water filter to me you know, they got these water filters. There's water purifiers and then there's water filters. This is a purifier. This is a purifier of your life. A water filter can take out some stuff, but a purifier takes out all the bad stuff. That's what this does. This takes out the sexual identity issues. It takes out the financial issues. It takes out the marital issues. It takes out the children issues. It takes out the how do you look at your nation issues. It takes out all the bad stuff and leaves you with purity. It's just if you want to hang on to all the bad stuff, you never run it through this book because if you run it through this book, it would demand a change. They stoned Jesus because they didn't want him, they didn't want to obey him, really. Let's kill the voice. That's why they cut John's head off. They cut off the head because the mouth was in the head. So, and that spirit is still alive today. Can you not see they want to kill people who say what they don't want to hear? They want them dead. They've always wanted the spirit of John dead. They've always wanted John the Baptist's voice. And what was John's voice saying? Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That voice will provoke murder. It'll wake up every rebellious devil there is in the world by telling people to repent and get right with God. And there's nothing you can do about it. That is the battle of the ages. Jesus compared it to a guy that had a vineyard and he left people in the vineyard and they, they got, the people took it from him. Then he sent his son. I'm not going to give you the whole thing. And they killed his son, which they did. And he said, what will the owner of that vineyard do when he comes back? God is coming back. Jesus is coming back to set everything straight. Amen. He came to save the first time. That was what he came to do. He gave his life. In other words, he died so you wouldn't have to. He was beaten 
so you wouldn't be beaten. He took on sickness so you didn't have to be. He was, went to hell so you wouldn't have to. He was in there three days. The scripture says as Jonah was in the belly of the well three days. Jesus was in hell three days. He came as a substitute for your punishment that he didn't want to give you. What he said was, punish me, God. Don't punish them. So all your sins that you have ever committed are under that covering. When you accept Jesus, you accept that his death was the death that you were supposed to have, that the whip that whipped his back was the whip that was supposed to beat you, your back. The punishment he got was all yours, and he said, don't punish them. Punish me. And Isaiah 53 says, it pleased the Lord to bruise him. God's was, I'll read it to you. It's too real not to read to you. It's not in, here I go again, not on my notes. Isaiah 53, 10. Now this was written 700 years before Jesus got here, so you know it's not a, an aftermarket story. <laughs> it's the real one. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He had put him to grief. Now listen to this. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin. He shall see his seed and prolong his days. And the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the travail of his soul and be satisfied. By his knowledge. See, Jesus had one thing. He could see the whole picture. And when you see a bigger picture, you're responsible for more. His soul, his mind, his will and emotions underwent all that pain. But he could see what needed done and he did it anyway. He shall see the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many for he shall bear their iniquities. Period. That is it. There is no other reason for you to go to heaven than that. This is the only way out of this planet alive. Period. That's why he said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life, and no one gets to the Father but by me. It's clear, and dogmatic statements upset everybody today because the acceptance of black and white would be, have to be the acceptance that somebody's wrong. And they see it as being wrong is bad. And see, I think it is that knowing you're wrong is good. I got a totally different version. When I know I'm wrong, I can fix it. But when I deny the truth, I can't fix anything. There's nothing. I'm not broke. I'm not sick. My car's okay. It's smoking, blowing up. My car's okay. My health is good. Blood pressure's 190 over 102. Everybody's miserable in hospital. Everything's good. No, it's not. You have to admit it's there before you can get rid of it so you can receive the solution. Denial is powerless. Denial leaves room for captivity because the denial is what keeps the demonic power. When you admit this, then you can see. Blessed are your eyes for they do see and yours to do. When you admit where you are, your eyes get open to what is there. How many of you woke up to something and thought, I had no idea all this was in my life? It was painful, hurt you, didn't it? really bad in your heart but guess what it did it located you if you don't get located how are you going to get out if you don't know where you are 
If you drop me off in the woods, in the forest, unless I know what I'm doing, I'll never get out. I'll get eaten by a bear before I get out. If you took me out in Montana and just dropped me off, depending on the time of year, more than likely I wouldn't get out because I didn't know where I was. The only way to get out is to know where you are. And when you get to know God, the compass comes. Oh, my. It says go north. I'm going north because north north's the direction. The compass. It's a light and a lamp, right? So truth is a locator. Thank you for listening to this edition of MFC Worldwide. We pray that this anointed message has been a blessing to your life. In the book of John, chapter 14 and verse 6, God's Word says that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father in any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more information on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can visit our website at mfcministries.net. Here is where you can find MFC Ministries services with Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastorina Perosich. Our service times are Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. On our website, you can also view archived messages and you can listen to audio of past radio shows and sermons. You can also view our television show, Believe Right, by visiting believeright.tv. Don't forget, you can email your prayer requests or questions that you might have for Apostle Joe or Pastorina to media at mfcministries.net. That email address, once again, is media at mfcministries.net. And join us again next week here on this station at this time for another message from God's Word with Apostle Joe Perosich and MFC Ministries on MFC Worldwide.